Good morning everyone, welcome to this update uh, in video format for Saturday the 4th of February. Uh, quite a bit to uh, to cover in this video and I want to get through it uh, fairly quickly. There's the normal licensing information and just a reminder, general advice only. Alright, let's take a quick look at, uh, at the markets. Obviously there'll be a lot more depth around this analysis in, uh, in the Sunday video, but just a, a quick cider. This is a weekly chart on the S&P. And you can see that uh, following the the, uh, the second week in a row above this downtrending line, uh, and also breaking above uh, this high here, or these two highs here, you've uh, you've got to acknowledge that the U.S. market is uh, the U.S. index is uh, is heading higher. It's broken out, and whilst that may be extremely illogical to many, including me. Uh, you know, it is what it is, and we've got to be influenced by uh, by the money flows far more so than the logical argument. So that's uh, that's where the S and P uh, sits, and more on that uh, tomorrow. Just a quick look at the uh, at the important spreads, but I, I will cover this tomorrow. This is the Nasdaq versus the S and P, and you can see it's been a meteoric rise in the ratio from uh, from the start of the year, and. This is the important semiconductor index, and it's also uh, had a little peep over the, the top of uh, a previous peak. So that one has increased uh, quite dramatically since, really since the middle of October. Now I did mention that um, I was keenly watching some of the earnings for semiconductor stocks. Uh, we've only got a couple of them have come through so far. This was uh, Qualcomm, which reported on Thursday night. They uh, they earned a dollar ninety three versus two hundred two expected, and so uh, Friday night we saw a big gap down. But then, as what happened with um, with a lot of the U.S. stocks, they were then aggressively bought bought, I should say. Um, it was quite extraordinary the intraday action on Friday night in the U.S. Uh, to all sorts of reports and data that you would expect would cause a significant sell-off. And yeah, there was some emotional gap down on the open, but um, there was some very, very strong buying after that. So the picture for um, for semiconductors continues to look, look brighter, which is, of course, good for the overall market. Now, the, the other big move overnight was gold. Uh, finally, gold is... Um, is correcting the US dollar bounced, but this decline in gold was was bigger than the US dollar bounce. So this is finally the correction from overbought that I've been waiting for. So I don't look, I don't know whether it'll take a few days or a few weeks to play out, but you know I'm primed and ready to go to do some more buying in uh, in gold stocks in uh, in Australia. So that's the gold market. Just a quick look at. One other stock that's in the portfolio in the US, this is BSX, which is very much going against the trends. So this is in medical equipment, which is an industry group that has been outperforming now for quite a few months. And uh, we got into this one just recently, and now we've got a very nice breakout. And look at the volumes. So, you know, very pleased with that um, to be able to get something that's, that's non-mining, I guess. That uh, that is working very well. Now I'll and this is the um, this is the I guess the rationale for why I took that BSX trade. This is the the industry group index. 
So you can see moving quite nicely higher in this channel and has just broken out uh, as well. Now I'll come back to these uh, final, and I'll do it now. Um, so this is just a couple of stocks that I wanted to look at in the um, uh, in the trading category of the three categories in Australia. This is the the trading character. This is a, a table. This is IEL, which is in the educational space. Um, we entered at 29 late in November here, which wasn't you know a great entry for for a trade. Um, uh, but I'd missed the entry back here. And what I did like was these periodic and consistent volume spikes. And that convinced me that this was, you know, plus the fundamentals, that this was probably going higher. Now, it dipped, but now it's gone higher. We've run up to resistance. Um, we're up 10% on the trade. I don't want to cash it in just yet because we're at resistance, because, you know, 10% is, is only a fairly mild return. So I'm hoping this will break out, but the next best thing is to just put a really tight stop loss under it. So the stop loss on IEL is now at 31.20, and that's uh, that's reflected in the tables. Now, GOR, as you know, I've been looking for for uh, some time to get into. We're now getting the pullback in gold. Um, I don't know where the uh, where the price will be, uh, where the entry price will be but I'm certainly looking at this area through here, uh, which, would fill, which would fill this gap. So we've got a, a gap here that can be filled. Uh, I suspect with the downward momentum in gold that we, that we may well get to this level, but I'll wait and see. And it's possible that we could even come down and, and fill this gap here down to 143. So there's several support levels that are possible entry levels for uh, for GOR and it may be it may be in a few days or it may be weeks away yet but you know very very clear what the targets are and the other one of course that's uh, of great interest is uh, Patriot Battery Metals which has almost doubled since we got into it down here um, just a couple of weeks ago that's done uh, incredibly well in the uh, early stage basket all right now I'm just going to go to so i've got a watch list now uh, which is for the core stocks so i'm going to be doing a video um, on hopefully on monday which will address all of the changes that and modifications that we've made based on uh, all your feedback and and thank you so much for all those members who provided feedback uh, most of it you know very detailed very specific and um, and you know we're really appreciative that um, that everyone is in, you know so engaged that uh, they've given us such great feedback. So we we are attempting to implement um, just about everything that we can there, um, but more on that in a specific video. But I just thought for the purpose of today, seeing as though you'll be you know reading these tables over the weekend, that I would just cover this off. So. We've made a lot of changes to the formatting. They're, they're only they're more minor changes, but they're in response to uh, suggestions that would just make it clearer for everybody. So we've got the core positions table. It's uh, it's color coded in green now to um, you know to make it easier to know which which table you're in. 
Um, and we've tidied up the, uh, the formatting here. So we've now got two columns, one column if you don't own it, if you don't own any at all. And this is a suggested price that you could look at. And then the second column is you've already got some, but you're looking to buy more. And in most cases, that will be a lower price because once you've got a position in a core stock, then there's not the same urgency, if you like, to get in and you know get your foot in the door. And so generally, the looking to buy more column will be at a lower price. Sometimes there aren't, you know, like ARU has moved so strongly that I'm just not sure, you know, where to put subsequent prices, but they'll be they'll be filled in at the appropriate time. So they're all the core positions. And I'll just go through to show you how I'm going to be presenting these in, in chart form. So this is effectively a, it's not buy and hold, but it's, you know, it's buy and watch. And really all you need to do is check in on this table daily or several times a week. And, and really it's just two or three seconds just to look and see if there's anything that needs to be done. So that's that's that one. I'll drop down to the third one, and that's the early stage um, mining stocks in battery materials. And this is color coded in um, in a sort of a yellowy orangey color, um, and and it's structured in a very similar way. And if you don't own any, then there will be some price points that I'm comfortable with, where if you don't have any at this point, that you can add to. So I think that you know really clears it up as if you are either in the stock, what do you do? Or if you're not in the stock, uh, what do you do? And, and this again is, this is just a buy and watch. You know, the idea here is that we're in it for a couple of years. So this again is like a two second quick look. That's, that's all it is. So two of the three tables, there's really very little to do. The only table where there's going to be activity and you probably need to pay a bit more attention on a daily basis is the trading positions and they're color coded in blue. And this shows um, the, the exit price here is the one that you need to keep an eye on. If the price closes, um, so sometimes those exits like with PEN for instance, the exit is above the current price because we're looking to take profit at a higher level of resistance. Um, in other cases, the, uh, the stop losses or trailing stops are below the current price. And, and they may well be in the case of IEL, where I've put now a very tight stop because we've now reached resistance. And so I don't want to sell it just because we're at resistance, but I don't want it to drop back much either. So I've just put a really tight stop in there. So this is really the column that you need to you know, pay attention to on a daily basis. As I raise stops up, as prices move higher, then, you know, you, you'll need to, you need to really stay on top of this column here. And then of course, this column here shows where we've only got partial positions, and we're still looking to buy more. And if you don't have any, then this will be the column to go. So a, a trade that we're already in, um, but it, you know, it's still in a position where I think it makes sense to take the trade. And at the moment, none of the stocks fulfill that requirement. So of the three tables, this is really the only one that you need to, you know, to pay much attention to. So for those of you that 
don't have a lot of time. And a couple of people did mention that they thought that this, you know, this new um, new classification may be more time consuming. So you don't have to spend much time. You know, this this should only take five minutes. Read the commentary, look at this table. There's very little to do in the other two tables, and that's it. If you've got more time, then yes, watch the video or delve more deeply. So this is structured so that you can either spend a little bit of time, if that's all you've got or all you want to devote, or you can spend considerably more time. It's, you know, it's your choice. And then, of course, we've got the, um, we've got the US uh, positions at the moment, which is a pretty slim portfolio. Um, but, um, you know, I'm just, I've been, I think everyone pretty much knows my position. I expected the US market to, to perhaps head further down. And so, you know, we, we got out of positions, we took some profits, and we generally went to a higher level of cash in the US, um, but certainly looking to, to build that, that one up again. Um, so that is the way that the tables look now. Let's go and look at the, um, the charts on these stocks, just to give you an idea of how you can integrate that, that video part with this table. So what I've done with each one of these, so these are core long-term holdings. I've shown what, what it is for those new members that may not necessarily recognize the code or the name with what they do. So this is identified as a core long-term holding. It's an advanced gold developer, and it shows the, the entry, partial entry on the 23rd, um, which was here. And I'm also showing the level. If you don't own it, then um, this was the level that, um, that I suggested that you could get in if you don't own it, 136. So, so buying a partial position. If you're already in it and you want to add more, then I thought this was a likely entry point here on a retrace to this uh, rising trend line, uh, which would be around about the 126 mark. And that, of course, is what you see here. So 136, if you don't own it, um, and sorry, that should be 126 or 130, I think it is, yeah. Um, so that's how to uh, combine those two. So if we look at AZS, similarly, core holding, nickel, lithium, de uh, developer, we made entries uh, here and here. And if you don't own it, then I'm suggesting the way that this chart is looking, it looks poised to break out. We're getting higher highs and higher lows. We're getting some very nice volumes kicking in of late. I think this is really poised to, to break out. So if you don't own it, I think it's okay to take a partial position here as a core. If you already own it and you want to buy more, then I think a retrace to this level here around 29.30, 29.30 is, um, is a suitable level. Uh, BOE, similarly, uh, Advanced Uranium Developer, this is where we got in, 67.2. Um, you know, we've been in it a while, but we've we've got a very, very good return out of it. So in at 67, we closed uh, on Friday night at $2.57. So this is a um, this is a multi bagger. We've got a big, uh, big consolidation. Um, 
where I would look if you either don't own any or you own some and you want to add more, then this would be the area that I was I would be looking at a pullback to this long term uptrending uh, support line. Let's look at Chalice. So core long term holding advanced platinum group uh, developer. You know, just one of the most um, incredible discoveries anywhere in the world in the last 20 years. We got in um, on the uh, 24th of February last year. Um, I don't think I've, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't drawn those those two in. So we got in, we got in 24th of Feb is just there. So we got in there and we also got in, uh, we also got in just there. So there are our two entry points on, uh, on Chalice and uh, and we're trading up here now if you don't own it um, then or you want to add more then I'm looking at this area just here around about six dollars and again this is looking very strong we've run up to resistance we've pulled back in fairly shallow fashion and um, and we seem to have found support around about this 50-day moving average so that would be an area in that green box that I think would be suitable Develop uh, advanced zinc and copper developer plus also an underground contract miner, which is a, a real expertise that's going to be in greater and greater demand. And they're they're um, you know they're they're doing some great things in accumulating a very high skill set. We made entries over here and over here, so this has been a, a very good um, core holding for us. If you don't own it, I think. A half portion around about here is fine. We've, had, we've run up to resistance, we've pulled back from it, so I think this would be okay. If you own some and you want to buy some more, then I would probably be looking around about the 305 mark to be uh, to be adding more. And just while I'm on that, just to you know look at the gains that we've made in um, you know in, in sometimes in the the day to day up and down you can lose sight of you know what benefits you could get from hanging on to these stocks for the longer term which is the whole purpose of these very high conviction stocks and if you look at the returns that we've had um, these percentage returns um, other than degray which we only got into um, a couple of weeks ago um, these percentage returns are extremely pleasing in the um, in the time span in which uh, we've been in them so I think that really validates the, the concept of buying a core position and just sitting on it. I really think if you try to be all in or all out of these sort of stocks, you're going to get an inferior return to doing it this way. Holding a core, give it room to move, let it run, give it a couple of years. And if you want to trade and have a bigger portion, then you know do it down here in this, in this trading portion. And just be very clear in your mind, you know, what's what in your portfolio. So that's DVP, IGO. Obviously, everyone's pretty familiar, major nickel and lithium producer. It's easy to forget that they're a very significant uh, nickel producer. In fact, they were, they were that before they became a lithium producer. Um, we made entries um, 
in uh, July and August of 2022 at around $10.20 and $10.70. We closed out uh, on Friday night at uh, 1464. So, you know, the core position has done well. If you don't own it, then I would be looking in this little green box here, around about the $14 mark is the rising trend line. I think that that makes sense technically. Let's look at Linus, Rare Earths, Producer. Our entries were here and here. Uh, so we're only mildly in front. If you don't own it, I think the current level is a good level. They've just come out with a great earnings report. I think it'd be difficult to see too much downside from here. They've, they've got on top of their water problems in their Malaysian plant. Um, they're moving ahead with a new Kalgoorlie uh, cracking plant. So there's a lot of really good things happening for Linus. So I think if you don't own it, a partial position here is okay. If you own it and you want to add more, I think down in this area here, uh, $8.45 to you know, $8.70 is probably, uh, probably the buy area for Linus. Min Resources. Major nickel, uh, sorry, uh, lithium and iron ore producer plus a contract miner. We got in here and here, so we've had a great run out of it. If you don't own it, I think this is the right level to be starting, around about 85. If you do own it, you want to buy more, then I'd be more conservative and I'd be looking down around 75 would be the entry I'd be after. Pilbara Mines. Entries here and here, so we've done exceedingly well out of this one as well. If you don't own it, I think this would be the, the level for 420-ish. If you own it but want to buy more, then I'd probably look at this more major support level around 385. So that's Pilbara. STA, Mineral Sands Producer, entries here and here. Um, through In the late part of 2021 and the early part of 2022, so again, we've, we've done well. It's been extremely volatile, as you can see. It's been all over the shop. But the long-term trend is unquestionably up, and that's why you know we've done so nicely out of the core position. If you don't own it, then this would be the area I'd be looking for, this rising trend line around about 36 to 37 on strand line. And the final one is ARU. We only got into it here at 39, closed on Friday night at 62 and a half. So, you know, we're up 75, 80% um, on this already. We've got a great breakout. Uh, this is just a fabulous looking chart. Look at the volumes. So they're an advanced uh, rare earth developer, the Nolans project in Northern Territory. And, you know, I think we're going to do um, exceedingly well out of ARU. And I'm now just looking for other pullback opportunities to uh, add trading portions to ARU. So that's it. Uh, this is how I'll be integrating the video and the charts with with the tables. And, and as I said before, if you've got a little amount of time, then just focus on the tables. If you've got more time, then, you know, go through both. So that's it. Um, I'll be uh, hopefully back with you on, uh, on Monday or Tuesday with um, a video delving more deeply into the other changes that we've made. So that's it. Cheers.